0: I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agave Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria, and this is a hotline episode. And this week's guest is online dating manager, Erica, and also known as a little nudge on Instagram. If you don't follow her, you should be following her because if you are acting bad online, She's got the screenshots and she's <laughs> posting them. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Yay, I've been so excited. So thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. And also you are going to be solving a problem that I've been having in my DMs the last 12 hours.
1: What is that? All right, so
0: yesterday two people asked two very separate questions. Okay. The first one, I'm gonna give you the two questions and the two answers, and then I'm gonna tell you what the DMs say, okay? Okay. So the first question was, she was online dating, and uh-huh. this guy said that he was forty, but he was actually forty-eight. Uh-huh. Is that a red flag?
1: Okay. And I'm, just, I'm taking in the information first, in. right, right?
0: And I said, yes, it's a red flag. Okay, and we can talk about later why. Then another woman said, and uh, another question. She said, um, I had a really great first date with a guy last night. Everything was awesome, but it's very clear that he lied about his height. He said he was five foot seven. I think he was five foot five. Okay. And I, she asked, is that a red flag? And I said, who cares? Like lots of O's and lots of R's and lots of E's and S's because to me, it's not really a big deal. I think a lot of people lie about their height because you're filtering out really great people. But also if you're noticing that he's between a five, five versus a five, seven, I'm going to assume that you're like five foot one. Okay. And just my own little observation, but also that like, I think that guy his motivations behind doing that is cuz he's just trying he's just trying to get we in your We know the motivation. He's just trying to get in your range so you see okay. him because you're probably filtering guys below 5 foot 8. Okay, I'm still listening. So, these were, you know, so he's just trying to get in front of you if you met and then I said if you met him at the open Barber friends wedding, all those feelings, all those nice gooey feelings that you felt about him on the first date, you would have felt them and you would have never thought he was a liar. So, I said that. And then a lot of women started blowing up my DM saying, well, why is it OK that he lied about his height, but it's not OK if a man lies about his age?
1: I'm listening. OK.
0: And I was like, OK, but it's there's a difference in my eyes. And so before I tell you what I said about that, I was wondering so, so far, like where you're now these questions and answers. What do you think?
1: do I have permission to be completely honest? Absolutely. You can disagree with me. I don't care. They are both red flags and I completely disagree with you. <laughs> I love that. Tell me why. It's a lie. It's okay. a lie to get in front of the people. You're, you're correct in what people's rationale is, Yeah. but it's still a lie. Yeah. And so I would never recommend or condone lying about anything that you're going to know immediately upon meeting someone. I didn't recommend he lie about it no no no. but i i understand sorry
2: yeah, 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 recommend
1: yeah. is the wrong word condone whatever right. um so you think they're both red flags a hundred percent i don't care like if you lie flag. by one inch one year one centimeter one millimeter uh two months still a lie Ugh. what are we gonna do about these five foot five guys then We're going to find amazing people who are looking for them.
0: But she found an amazing guy. She would have never found him if she had filled her house. I understand.
1: And I read once a New York Times wedding uh, announcement about a guy who had lied on OKCupid about his height just like this. Uh And while they got married, that lie was front and center throughout the entire article. To her, it was, it's OK. The whole thing to me read as a rationalization him lying and so that will be on this woman's mind the entire rest of her life if she's with this person and i get it i get they want to trick the algorithm no so i i disagree but
0: i feel like one red flag is worse than the other red flag i don't, I don't think they're created equal i do.
1: like i'll agree with
0: you okay i i will you've convinced me that they're both red flags I feel like one's a bigger red flag than the other. Because if a 48-year-old man is lying that he's 40... Well, you're
1: just looking at absolute numbers. 40 to 48 is eight years versus two inches. I understand that you're looking at absolute numbers. Well, but to me, mm-hmm. 42 versus 40 is still a red flag of equal importance to an eight-year difference. You're still lying to get in front of people who wouldn't necessarily be looking for you. And the sad part is that this very same woman who might be looking for someone 5'5", five, five, also found him at 5'7 and vice versa, she may have been perfectly happy to choose him at 5'5. It's the lie. It's not his height. It's the lie that bothers her. And I completely understand why. And do I feel for shorter men? Look, I I know you're tall. I come from a very short family. My dad's 5'6, so I've always pulled for short men. He's also bald. I pull for short, bald men. But (laughs) I understand how much harder it is. I-, I wish that weren't the case. I wish beauty or, or attraction weren't tied up with height. I think it's silly. It's from like caveman age, whatever. I know that's a thing. And I challenge women's beliefs every day on why height is important. I'll actually just sit there blank faced and say, yeah. why? I had someone today even who's five, six, who said, I wouldn't date someone my height. And I just sat there with the why for a while yeah. until she really had no reason. Right. And so... <sighs> I believe it's an equal red flag. Wow, that's okay. Is it we, we're allowed to have different opinions.
0: No, I mean, I, I see, I see your viewpoint. So I'm not, I also I'm not don't even think she's five one.
1: You. I, I, you don't think she's five No, I think she's close in age to his height, which is how she knew lie. Yeah. Because me, I'm five one. I could barely tell the difference between five three and five seven, between six feet and six two. I can't tell at all, but. When someone is the same height, they can probably tell a little yeah. more because they, they're either looking eye to eye or oh, they're not. This
0: kills me though. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I've never, I've never wanted anyone to lie online, so don't misunderstand. Like I what don't I'm misunderstand saying. at all. I'm not saying you specifically, no, I, like the, the listener at home. <laughs> sorry, uh, but at the same time, I'm like, man, it's really tough when you're like, because this is like an unearned characteristic, and you know, like even at work, like as a matchmaker, I don't really take height into account. Like when people start telling me like, oh, I'm only attracted to this height. I'm like, oh, that's nice for you, but you're oh, going to go I, out with whoever I put I put it as you. a preference.
1: I totally yeah, agree. preference, but not it's a, a requirement. But it's though. a slippery slope. You know, if you're going to lie about this, it, then, you know, that gets into, well, what if you only take pictures at a certain angle that doesn't mm. show your full body size? Is that a lie? Is that a lie by omission? It becomes a slippery slope.
0: Yeah, no, it does. man. You're watching Maria's like brain chemistry like change in real time and it's like, oh, okay, I guess. There yeah, they're both red flags. in my personal opinion, one's a bigger red flag than the other, but whatever.
1: And that's that's fine. I mean, look, everything you know, it's also I get what you're saying, a personal I one hundred percent I think what you're saying is
0: one hundred percent
1: correct. And thank you. And I understand why you're saying what you're saying too. I do see them as the same. They're both lies to be able to trick the algorithm to put themselves in front of people who may not, I don't want to say won't, because again, the same person might pick a 40 and a 48-year-old, but who may not choose them otherwise. And that, I just,
2: I feel
0: like the difference though between a 48-year-old pretending they're 40 is because they're trying to access like 35-year-old women. I know. Right. And it's like, I'd rather you just say that you're 48, and so that way if a 35-year-old woman wants to date someone older, she could just pick you. Well, of
1: course. I agree. I know know you agree. I'm just (laughs) saying the whole – I'm laying it all out. I understand. (laughs) Um, Okay, question. Yeah. While we're on this topic, um, if you were the person on the date, or I guess as a coach or as a matchmaker, what would you have done or advised the woman to do when she saw that he lied? nothing say nothing and uh, just go back and tell us so we can have a conversation about it do you say oh i thought you said you were five seven do you just never see him again do you see him again but then berate him what would you recommend i have an answer i want to hear your answer i generally i know you and i are similarly forthcoming with our thoughts and how we speak to people and I, i i think that's part of why we get along so well I would give advice that I know most people cannot take because it makes them uncomfortable. But I would say something like, oh, I thought you said in your profile you were 5'7". I know what that will do to a date. What will that do to a date? Well, it'll make him put his tail between his legs and, you know, he'll get defensive. But on the other hand, so many people come back from dates and report back to us on all of the things they hated. And whether it's this lie or something else, and I can give another example in a sec... I would rather they say the thing because they've already ruined the date for themselves. You know, so just say, say the thing, get it out of the way. So that way they're not sitting there seething the entire time about this. Or like I had another client recently. She got really upset that this guy didn't walk her to her car. Mm. I understand why he didn't because she declined a ride there. And I think in his mind, he thought they're one in the same. She's uncomfortable about me knowing things about where she lives, where she parks, all this stuff. She and I had a conversation about it after. But all she had to say was, would you mind walking me to my car? There are so many things that you can say in the moment that I'd rather never hear because it, it, it's a non-issue if you're able to say it in the moment. And like, why shouldn't be someone be called out for something they did? I'm not saying be mean about it, but more of a I think oh, I, think I you're, thought. I, yeah, I just
0: feel like, what do you think a guy's reaction would be to that call out?
1: He would say, no, I'm actually 5'7". I went to the doctor yesterday.
0: You really think that would be the response?
1: 100%. Yes.
0: You know, uh, more DMs that were sent to me uh, on this were actually like, why didn't she just assume he's five foot five? We all assume that they're lying by two inches. Uh, And I was like, How are
1: we now? Okay. So OKCupid published a study. It was a million years ago. Well, not a million. It was 14 years ago. Yeah. They did show a graph showing the average height of men in the U.S. and it was a nice bell curve with the average being five nine. And then they had average height of men on OKCupid and it was the entire bell curved, bell curve skewed to or uh, shifted two d- two inches to the right. Right. And then as you get closer to six feet, it was like, oh, let's let's fudge it a little closer. So it had this extra little line by six feet. But should you go in assuming that? No, of course not. But if height is, is that important to you, like, clearly it was also really important to her. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I still can't. I still can't say, yeah, forget about it, though. It's. It's going to be on her mind for the rest of eternity. And for that reason alone, I don't think she could see him again. It's going to be in the New York Times wedding announcement. Yeah.
0: But I love how you and I see such different versions of dating in our day to day, too, because you're coming at this from a place of like, you shouldn't be lying online. And I come from a place of like, I don't even give you the opportunity to lie because I'm telling people what they need to know about you. And too bad. Like, we're going to just say everything, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to height, and I'm sure you probably do this too, is sort of off on a tangent. But when someone said, I mean, someone just an hour ago on our call said to me, well, I want six feet and above. And I said, Okay, you've just ruled out 86% of men. Are you comfortable with that choice? Yeah, we do that. We do the same thing all the time. And I don't put any connotation on it. I say it very objectively. And most people say, Oh, I didn't realize that. Right. They might stick to that. But I'll say, OK, you know okay. now who's left. are the that I'm going to face. Exactly.
0: I have a few clients somehow this last month. I have uh, three clients that are five foot five. Men? Men. Uh-huh. Yeah, three men that are five foot five. And they carry it really well. Um, and I haven't had any problems meeting women that want to date someone who's five foot five. But we have had some women who are like, uh, no, I'm not interested. And I'm like, you're okay. five foot one. Are you sure you don't want to just like meet him for a first date? Like what could happen?
1: It's really annoying. I have plenty of clients online, male clients who are shorter, and we do fine. Does it take more work? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I always tell clients, and again, I, I always ask permission to be honest first, but mm-hmm. I tell them what I see as a, I call it a, a a perceived flaw. It's not a flaw, but to some people it is perceived as one. So is being quote, geographically undesirable. So is plenty of a, maybe someone doesn't have a college degree and other people find that important. That's not a flaw. Mm-hmm. You could be amazing in life. Who cares? But I do point out to clients where I think they're going to excel, like why they're a catch. I start with that. You know, you have amazing things going for you. You're successful. You blah, 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 blah. And here are the perceived flaws that are not actually issues, but that might give people hang ups online, because I like to sort of manage expectations when I'm working with someone about where my difficulties might be, because as good as you and I are at our jobs, and we are the best at our jobs, we have our limitations and our limitations are people,
0: right? Um, It's funny because halfway through the uh, matchmaking contract, sometimes I'll do a Zoom with a client and I will show him physically, like, here are all of the people that I met on your behalf. Like, I'll show them a PowerPoint of, like, Mm -hmm. 40 people. Mm -hmm. And here is why you didn't meet any of them. And underneath it will say, like, lifestyle mismatch, Mm -hmm. value mismatch, Mm -hmm. not a good person, Mm -hmm. was really rude to us, (laughs) kept canceling. um, So, like, we will have reasons as to, like, why maybe that person didn't meet this person. More often than not, it's not, like, a lifestyle match. Yeah. And that's okay. But sometimes it might be like a physical, you know, we we have people who are like, I don't want to date someone who's short. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not here to convince someone to do anything.
1: Well, exactly. And I always say I can't change people. I can't change the population of people who's available. And, And I present it sometimes like Sometimes a client will come to me and say, I don't think you understand what I'm looking for. And I have to be the one to say, I actually very much understand what you're looking for. But they forget that there's the other side of the, the equation.
0: 50, it's a 50-50 yes, equation. You it's have not to... only
1: exactly. It's who you're looking for, plus who's looking for you. Yeah. And then in my realm, who answers you online? Right. Who doesn't mess it all up in the course of the conversation on Bumble? And then who I can actually send you out with. <laughs> so
0: right.
3: it's like
1: this little baby sliver of the Venn diagram. Right.
0: I was actually just talking to one of our clients on the phone yesterday Mm -hmm. and she was like, what, what would it, she asked me like, what would this, what would I, what do I need to do to be really successful Mm. in working between you and Erica? And I was like, get out of the kitchen. That's literally what I said to her. I was like, just be a yes girl for the next three months. Those are the best clients. Because let me tell you something, like you're, I was like, you're a catch. Yeah. All of our clients are catches, right? yes. And I was like, you're a catch. And you know, you've done dating by yourself. You mm-hmm. know what that looks like. Now you're dating through us. Yeah. I need you to say yes, 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 yes. And then we're going to learn. We're going to calibrate based on your experience. Exactly. But be a yes girl for the next three months. And you know what? Either you're going to be in a relationship or or you have learned how to do this. so yes. You can hack it yourself when this experience is over. 100%. Like what a win-win situation. The worst thing you can do is not leave the kitchen. Yes. Um, aggravate me, Erica, and the team uh-huh. um, in working with you. Yes. And then your frustration never lets us like do our job. So that way, if let's say you end up single at three months, six months, whatever the term is, right? Right. You can't even go back. Right. And just copy paste like all the things that we created for you so that you can still have really right. fun dating experiences. Like you just get out of the kitchen.
1: I don't understand why someone wouldn't just throw caution to the wind for the three or the six months. It's like... I hire experts when I need an expert. I don't tell my financial planner how to invest every dollar of my IRA. That's his job. Yeah. I don't want to do his job. Yeah. And so it is frustrating that's a, that's a sometimes. Very good I use example. that analogy all the time. That is an incredible
0: analogy and and it's so accurate to to the Perception that I have of what we do every day.
1: Well, yeah, and so I do use that analogy. I mean, he and I have a call every three months, and I say, "How's my money?" and he says, "Good." And I say, "Great. Let's talk. How's your family?" You know. Yeah. So you know, or like, did you eat anything good lately? So, it's it's true. Like, just have experiences because the clients who have the worst experience with us are the ones who get in their own way at yeah. every turn, get stuck in their, you know, not my type, not my type, not my type. Yeah. Every- but that guy is the one or that woman are the people that are responding to your profile.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they're looking for you. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Compatibility is a 50, 50. Oh my gosh.
1: Of course. Whew. So back to the original topic at hand, I don't actually think we're saying completely dissimilar things, but we are. Uh- <laughs> yeah.
0: I think the difference is that like I see it as like, a tiny red flag, and the other one is a big red flag, and you're like, no, red flag is red flag. I see flag. it as a,
1: a big red flag that says the word Liar. lie on it. Yeah. 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 <sighs>
0: well, what a way to start this. <laughs> here we are. I love it. I love having Erica on. I think this is like your fifth episode. I, I something feel like, like we're that. we like, indeed. I mean, you were I was were here. the first episode. Girl, yes, you were. You were the first episode of Ask a Metric. No, no, yeah. You were the first episode. Do you remember? when we were doing ask a matchmaker lives, like before the podcast, oh, like I remember the, it was in lockdown. It was, it was before fun. the podcast began, but we're like, Oh, what should we do? A lot of our clients can go on dates anymore because we couldn't set up, we were against the law to set up physical dates. Correct. We didn't um, know what to do. I'll never forget. Like, you know, the lock you know, pandemic kicks off. Right. And we have a team meeting and I didn't know how to talk to clients. I was like, do I email them now? And then Erica, Erica just comes in balls blazing. And she's just like, oh no, I emailed all of our clients to tell them like lockdown's in, we can talk in a month or some, some wording. Because nobody knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, can you send me that email so I can send it to my clients now? Uh So I remember copy pasting it to my email and just like, okay all right, I think, I think this is it. And then we sent it. And then I was, and then we're kind of like both twiddling our thumbs. Like, okay, we can't set up dates. Right. Which is very weird because like we're both in this profession of getting people out and meeting. Correct. And we're like, what should we be doing? And we both have, you know, we have payroll to like, of course do right. Yes. So we're like, okay. And then we're, and then I was like, hey, I'm going to make Ask a Matchmaker into a Zoom. It was a great idea. A Zoom call. Let's just yeah. do a Zoom call and we'll put it on YouTube. Yeah. And then I don't think I want to say this whole story because I feel like some people don't know the origin story of Ask a Matchmaker. But like, you know, Ask a Matchmaker has been on Instagram since yeah. August 2018. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Right. I and answered that. over 7,000 questions. Oh, we wow. just did an audit. And I was just like, holy shit. Oh, my God. And um, then like the Zoom thing started happening where we do the live Zooms during the, during You know, lockdown. And then, you know, I was really pregnant when lockdown kicked off. So my husband's (laughs) like, you can't – like our baby was born on a Wednesday. So I had to skip that live Zoom that day. And then my husband like three days later was like, you're done. You need to record these Uh and put them on a podcast Yeah. because you can't do this. And that's how – so George is the one that created Thank you, Ask a Matchmaker podcast. So while we're here Yay. now, this hotline episode with the amazing Erica, Thank you. Uh, let's answer some dating questions. I can't wait.
2: Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can we help you? Hey, I'm Elizabeth. I'm a statistician, so I love that you guys were talking about Venn diagrams and bell curves and stuff. That's awesome. Um so I am a 54 year old, I'm living in Atlanta, I've been divorced for five years did not think I would still be single after five years. Um, so I think it's sort of two questions. One, where's sort of the in terms of apps or whatever, where's sort of the best options for me to kind of meet people, I've been on Bumble quite a bit. Been on Coffee Meets Bagel, okay, Cupid still kind of struggling with that. Um, but then I think also like, how do I keep my hopes up? How do I keep kind of going? I'm, I'm taking a break this month because I am just not in a great place with the dating and recognizing that I needed a little bit of a break. Cause it is, ex- it's exhausting and mentally it just takes a lot of effort. So
1: the question is which, which apps, which apps or how to meet people and then what, yeah. what to do to combat fatigue yeah. and just, you want to start or you want me to?
0: Well, what are your favorite apps for women in their 50s in Atlanta?
1: Uh, I'll take it a step back. My favorite apps right now in general yeah. are of a combination of Bumble and Hinge. Okay. Um, you said you've used a lot of Bumble. I think that's great. I like Hinge. It's just, uh, I think the format's the nice. The format is it's, genius. It's popular you might as well go on the sites that are popular. Okay, Cupid is not as popular as it used to be. Coffee Meets Bagel is good. I just, you only get a certain number of matches a day and I just don't find it to be as successful as the others. Um, Let's make sure your profile is really good and you're putting your best foot forward and it's not generic. So we would definitely want to look at that. But then in terms of fatigue, and I'm sure you have plenty of ideas on this too. Okay, Elizabeth, you like numbers. And so if you're going to hit it off with one out of every X number of people, I don't know what X. Let's solve for X. X could be two. Could be the second date. It could be 20. A former client of mine brags that she married the 26th date 26th date. I set her up on. And she said, I thought it would be 100. The problem is if you're not going on dates, you're not getting to X, whatever right. X is. So I'm all for taking breaks. But some, someone said this to me. Every day is the day before you meet someone amazing. Right. So you oh, just I have like to that. sort of hang in there and, and go on those dates and it is a numbers game. And remember that no singular person represents, like, let's say you've gone on a bad date. That person doesn't represent Bumble, doesn't represent an entire city. You know, it's just a bad date and sort of the more you, okay, law of large numbers. Oh, I'm loving this. The more you go on, the lower, the less weight each date has sort of on you, if that makes sense.
0: I think that's really good advice. I've always liked the, uh, the solve for X. And uh, one of my most favorite dating tips is actually an Erica dating tip, which is the 55 rule. Hmm. I actually, just I haven't even used to, that in a I while. I actually added that to my book that I'm uh, And I credit, of course, you. Thank you. And I think it's really brilliant, because it does solve the X for you for each day. right? So you want so explain I'm going to explain the 55 rules. Why don't you explain it? It's your rule.
1: Yeah, but I want to know how you explain it. Oh, now. here's how I explain it. So
0: basically <laughs> when you open up your app, you're going to actually be counting your uh-huh. swipes. Yep. So you're going to stop swiping when you get to five likes or five matches yep. or 50 swipes, whichever That's right. comes first. And the, way, the the reason why I love this method and it's the method that I encourage the most is because let's say you, um, after 17 swipes, you've hit five likes, which is pretty good actually. It's really good. Um, now you can now focus on directly messaging the people yes. that you liked because it really doesn't matter who messages who first on an online except dating? Except on Bumble, app.
1: yeah. I'd rather you convert conversations to dates than just get a million have a matches million in dudes there. in your queue. Yeah, okay? sometimes I, I, I get agitated when I see people's accounts and it's just like I saw all, someone's
0: account last night <sighs> and it was like thirty five people in her queue and I'm like this I can't is just I can't illegal. handle it. What's the point? Yeah, what's yeah, exactly? So what's the point of this? Like, what are you doing? Um, you talked. You just mentioned about Bumble, like except mm-hmm. for Bumble. I think one of the reasons why. I personally don't encourage Bumble is because it really I find it kind of I know you're gonna disagree and that's okay Um, okay. I find it like kind of regressive because I see how women do use you use Bumble differently because this is your job yes but a lot of women use Bumble and like I'll just say hi but I I still want him to chase me oh I know it's really annoying and I'm like if you're gonna use it like this then just forget it go on hinge
1: Oh, I don't disagree that that's a terrible way to use it. If you're yeah. gonna have to write the first message, write the best first message. Yeah. And they don't realize how much of a disservice they're giving doing to themselves by just writing "hey" or "hi" or "how are you." I mean, I right. work with men; I see these messages. They're terrible. Right. I don't know if we're answering the question, but but I do like Bumble. I would also say this is a really okay. It's a really good time. People, you know, New Year's resolutions, all of that. Mm-hmm. Go on Eventbrite and look to see what events are in town. Online dating is not the only way to meet people. In fact, it's one tool. There are other tools. I know you I'm so happy th- you mentioned Eventbrite because oh, I was I lo- actually just about to talk about oh, it Oh, I love Eventbrite. Um, you say this, and I totally agree. Say yes to everything. Yeah. You're invited to a friend's birthday. You don't know anyone except the friend. Absolutely. Go immediately.
0: I mean, I would even like go so far as like, go to literally a bar and invite yourself to someone's birthday. I love that very much. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> about like how- i used to just like show up to i know i'm extroverted i know i'm assertive i i know the qualities of my personality mm-hmm. cosplay as me on when you go out is what i'm trying to say basically so like i really encourage people to go on eventbrite. and okay it's new it, we're in the new year 2024 i think it's what today's the, the day this post is like january 9th right Challenge yourself to go on five to go to five events through Eventbrite by the end of this month. And guess what? There's 31 days this month. Yeah, I right? love it. Five events. And it doesn't have to be dating at all. It could be, oh, I'm gonna go to this pitch event. I'm gonna go to a yoga and beer event. I mean, mm-hmm. like
1: every city has different things happening. Absolutely. And if you don't find things you want to do, you make an event. I love that. Right? I think that's great. And um, oh, I've been telling people lately, this is my new thing, I tell people, um, go to a trivia night by oh, yourself. Smart. Wait, wait. And then you can say On the way there, or when you get there, you'll join a team that looks nice. And then you say, sorry, my friend canceled on the way here, but I still wanted to come. If you feel weird about going alone. You or I don't feel weird about going. But I understand that it's not comfortable. because we're Jersey girls. People are flaky. Yes, true. People are flaky. Just say, oh, my God, I was on the way here. My friend canceled. I still wanted to come. Can I be on your team? No one will ever say no to you. No one will say no unless they're like weirdos. Just be like, I know all the the president's And two, no one will not believe that your friend didn't show up because like yeah. that happens
0: every day so that happens every day i would totally do that i think that your neighborhood in january and february wherever you live the local restaurant might have events that you're not even aware of because you don't go there mm-hmm. so just call them up or just take a walk next time you're leaving yeah. your laundry and be like what's going on in the neighborhood
1: mm-hmm. you know um sign up for mailing lists i yeah. know they can get annoying i'm on every mailing list Ever. Get in your town's mailing list. My yeah, town, any, any mailing list. not only did they like a Christmas, like
0: last month they had like the Christmas light show, but they have like street fest that I wasn't even aware of. Yeah, it's great. They have things happening at the YMCA. You know, there's like a lot of things to do that you might not be aware of and you might have a better chance of being in a relationship with someone who shares in your existing community than meeting someone who's a stranger that lives 20 miles away.
1: Yeah. So I guess what we're trying to say is it's not online dating or bust. It's yeah. online dating as a tool in addition to other tools, taking a break is fine. Totally fine. But on break, you know, think to yourself, yeah, do other things. And then remember, as you continue putting yourself out there, you're going to go on bad dates. I promise you that you're also going to go on good ones, but each one is its own thing. And you just sort of have to keep building and you will connect with someone.
0: One of my new year's resolutions in 2022 was to, um, whenever I would go for a walk, uh-huh. at least once a week, I would call someone I hadn't spoken to in a while. So that 30 minute walk or 45 minute walk was actually a phone conversation with a friend. Uh-huh. And, um, and that was really beneficial, like in just kind of touching base, but also learning like, Hey, what's going on in your life? What do I need to know? Yeah, that's great. And then you can kind of use that. Like if you're doing that as a single person, you can use that as a way like, Oh, so do you have any like co-workers mm-hmm. or is anyone around you like hosting any parties are you going to this event can I come with you like you can kind yeah. of start looking at your periphery friendships and start re-establishing those links because you might make a bigger network that way too I love that yeah this is a really good question yeah so great question you. uh welcome to the ask a match Speaker hotline how can we help you hi Maria
4: hi Erica um I I want to preface my question by saying I I always try to be open minded when going on dates, Um, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, and I try to look at even dates where there's not a connection as like, oh, well, you know, I can just kind of enjoy talking to somebody and, you know, Um, but I recently had an experience that was a little bit um, uh, jarring, it was a little scary, Um, I kind of met somebody um, Kind of quickly off an app, like in hindsight, I maybe could have vetted him a bit more or gotten to know a few more details about him. But I, you know, I had the advice in the back of my mind that I've heard many times as a single person, which is like, just go on the date, you know, you never know, just kind of show up. And so I met with Um, This guy and um, immediately his energy was very strange. Um, Within the first like 20 minutes, um, he had mentioned like murder and suicide multiple times and he um, actually got to the point where he said he had dropped out of nursing school because he had dreamt about murdering his patients and it was just like, um, I've never felt that way in a date where I got to the point where it was like fight or flight and it wasn't whether I was going to leave, but when and how. Um, and so, you know, what I ended up doing was he saw right through it, but I just said like, oh, I don't really feel well. And I just kind of said it was nice to meet you. And I I, I left pretty abruptly. Um, but so I guess my question, you know, looking back on that experience is like, what is that fine line between Doing your due diligence and vetting someone for your own safety, um, but also wanting to be open-minded and and give people a shot, even if you're not sure if, you know, they're going to be a fit or if you're going to be attracted sort of thing.
0: You got it.
1: First of all, I'm sorry that happened. It sounds terrifying. Awful. I have two very important things to say. One, do not beat yourself up over going on this date. There is no amount of vetting or gathering information that could ever tell you what words are going to come out of somebody's mouth on a date. I'll always give the advice that you should go on the date sooner rather than later. So please stop. I would not change a thing you're doing going forward. You went on a date, a scary date, a terrible date, Mm -hmm. but you didn't do anything wrong in setting that up. So I just want to quell your fears there. Number two, I want you to feel comfortable using these words. You know, I'm just not feeling comfortable. I'm going to go. If it makes you feel better, throw some money down. But I want you to feel empowered to say the words, you know, I'm just not feeling comfortable here going to go or you know what this just isn't uh, this isn't the right match for me but in this case you're not comfortable and I want you to feel okay assuming you're in a public place and you don't feel unsafe in any way I want you to to know that you can say those words and then leave because you saying I don't feel well I'm glad you got yourself out of there and whatever it took I'm glad you used you know you used your words to get out of there but you you can be more honest and just take care of yourself because you're the only one advocating for you in this case. In this case, I want you to feel that you can use the words, you know, I'm just not feeling comfortable here. Thank you again for the drink or, you know, I'm going to pay for my drink and then leave.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's all I have to say about that. It's 100 uh, percent. Everything Erica said is exactly what I said. And I really like really appreciate your perspective. Let's go to our next question. Yeah. Whew, that's wow. That's terrifying. Have you ever been on a terrifying date like that?
1: Have I? Uh, no, not not in that way. I've been in a
0: situation like that. And I was like, oh no, yeah, and yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to just be like, this is not going to work, or I don't feel comfortable, and just zoom
1: I, out. I have used those words before. Uh, I was on a date once a, a long time ago, and um, I was really surprised by the way this guy spoke about another woman in his life. Just mm. it, he said some some words that I I'm not going to repeat, and I said to him, you know, I really don't like what you said. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I'm going to go home. Yeah, And he said, are you serious? And I said, I am. Yeah, And I left. Yeah. I'm glad you did that. But it takes a courage. lot of courage. Yeah. yeah. That's the totally. right word for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Next question. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Um, I'm 58, live
3: in Phoenix. Uh, I tend to date in spurts. Some years I'm aggressively dating and some years not. And I have a 30-year friend who I used to work with. And there's a big circle of friends that we all keep in touch over the years. And we've been friends through marriages, divorces, kids, et cetera. And um, we maybe see each other once every three to five years. But over the last couple of years, we've been talking a lot, maybe twice a month. And the conversation is becoming more and more um, meaningful in that kind of planning, futures planning, what do we do after retirement? What do our next jobs look like? Cause we're getting, you know, older in our careers, farther into our careers. And I finding myself having feelings for him, more compatibility, and I don't know how to approach that without making us both uncomfortable. In fact, I've even hinted, Hey, come visit or all, and he doesn't pick up on it. So I don't know if that's me just being in denial or I'm just too subtle because we've been friends for so long. And I don't know what, the next step should be without burning the
1: relationship bridge, I guess. Wait, where where does he... I forgot. Where does he live? He's in Seattle. Oh, oh so it's distance. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. And this I spent most of my life traveling, so this that doesn't necessarily bother me. I have something in my mind,
1: but I want to hear what you oh, say first. Oh, this is
0: really tough for me. Okay. Because all I'm thinking is like, I don't know if he sees you romantically. I think maybe you're a friend, but I... I'd want to know more about what those conversations... What you guys are talking about because... Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about, you
3: know, where to go on vacations. Like, Together? When... Together? No, just life.
0: Just, oh. like, places, to, you know... Next time you talk...
1: Like, oh, I, know, I know what you're going to say. I
0: know she wants to, like, not hurt the friendship, but you're the one that's growing feelings for him. Right. So you're going to either have to burn the bridge or just have this harboring crush for at least four more months. Cause that's usually how long crushes last. That's not <laughs> a scientific proven. That's just what I think. <laughs> but, um, and what I would say to you is like, why don't you just flirt a little bit? Like why not ask the question? Why don't next time you guys are talking about something that has to do with like future or planning, whatever, insert yourself into that. Like, Oh, you know, you've wanted to go on a cruise across Alaska. That sounds really good. Do you want to be bunk mates? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I, that's a little when I She said I she was actually, aggressively dating. This is aggressively dating. I'm
1: just listening. <laughs> you know, yeah, but now you, you know now there's video Erica. Oh, so. so you can see my facial expressions. So expert. I can see Shoot. your facial expression. God, I can't hide anything. anymore. And so can everybody else. Okay, fine. Okay. What were you what would you say? Uh my approach would be a little bit different. It would be a little more direct. How long have you known this person? You said thirty, years. 30, 30 years. wow. Um I would If you've been friends, you've maintained this relationship for 30 years, I think you should be able to say whatever the heck is on your mind to this person. And so I would just point blank say, hey, the last X number of months we've been talking, I've been feeling like maybe our relationship is veering towards the romantic or veering towards the more intimate. I can't tell. Is that something I'm feeling on my side or are you also? And Just have a conversation about it. And you can even lead the conversation by saying, like, I'm not tied to the outcome of this conversation, but it's something that's been on my mind and I wanted to bring it up just for my own, like, peace of mind. And you don't have to caveat it and you don't have to say it's OK if you don't feel just how are you feeling about this? Are you feeling that, too? And if he says no, he says no. And if he says yes, whoop de doo you're going on the cruise together. But... I believe you don't know anything till you ask. If your friendship has been go- going on for 30 years, I do um, believe it's strong. Well, I was just going to say, though, I do believe it's strong enough to weather one awkward conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. <laughs> I like that. Erica, that was really good. Thank you. Yeah. That was a great question. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Let's go to our next question. Welcome to the Ask a Mash Speaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hi, um, Erica Maria. How are
5: you guys? Good. Good. <laughs> like, cool. I just want to thank you for asking. But, um, so I have a random question. I don't know if um you guys can help me or not. So last year I actually I'm I used to be a vet tech and I got injured at work. Um so basically I have a workers' comp case that ended up in a settlement. Um basically my hospital concluded that it's kind of a liability for me to come back and it's unsafe for me to continue to perform, you know, all of my things, especially with huge dogs. Um anyway, so can't work with that anymore but with the workers comp case the state actually um, is going to help me with like a vocational retraining to kind of figure out which industry I can go in next but because it's government given who knows you know when it's actually going to like get to me and when I'm going to be able to start and sign up and everything so supposedly it's the end of January but who really knows but um, in the meantime I'm totally enjoying the downtime I'm still going to PT and everything and like spending time with my family but I just kind of wanted to know what you guys think would be a good idea for me to put in my like job, the employment section on my profile.
1: Oh,
0: you know, I get questions not, like this all the time I do about too. like
1: I'm currently unemployed. Yeah, I get that I too. Say? And I'm like, lean into
0: the fun employment.
1: Yeah, I would. First of all, I'm sorry you got hurt at work yeah, doing something okay. you love. It's oh, it's really yeah. hard if you're doing something you love and you get hurt. Um, yeah. I would just say former vet tech. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If someone wants to ask what you're doing now, you can be as honest or, you know, you can let that come out gradually. But nothing you're saying is like, oh, my God, you know, it's I yeah. know uh, is questioning your work ethic. No, I mean, it's really unfortunate what happened, but you're going through a thing. I would put it because that way, at least people know you love animals. You know, it shows what you have done for work. I like saying former blank because it gives people insight into what you have been doing with your life or like that. That's that's what I would do.
0: Yeah. Whenever someone asks me about like, oh, I'm currently in between jobs, I'm like, well, can you like, what? So what's the like, what's the worry then? Like, you yeah. Know, and, and I get it. They're like, oh, should I be dating or whatever? Yeah. I'm like, you could be dating if you can afford to date. You could be dating. Sure. And affordable, affording dating is not just monetary. It's like the emotional bandwidth of dating mm-hmm. when you're in a period of transition. But I'm I'm also like you know if you don't want to say too much you can also just say. Like, I know that people that work at McKinsey and Deloitte are going to get mad at me. But you can also just say, I'm currently consulting at the moment as I transition between jobs.
1: Who's not consulting? We're all consulting Thank someone. You. Um, no, and then if someone asks, I I don't want you to feel compelled yeah. to share all of this on a first date. I think it's too much. I think that should come of, one, it, you know, it's sad for you because, you know, who wants to be injured? So you can just say, like, I loved my career and I'm figuring out my next step. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes it positive instead of a down you know unfortunately got hurt uh so yeah that's that's what i would do great thank awesome. you for the call thank
0: thanks bye 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 welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline how can we help you
6: hi so okay I'll make it quick i've been on and off with this guy just dating um basically since june and we'll be like super into each other for two weeks and then he goes kind of cold um so you're super into then- him
1: the whole time but he's into you hot and cold yes okay let's, let's define putting. what we're actually saying here okay
6: <laughs> um we're both in our 30s and um so long story short i'm gonna we've been we're on again and i'm kind of doing this thing where like i'm kind of cleaning out my closet i'm just saying like of my men for the year and gonna want to start 2024 fresh um but he's someone that i really just want to have like a level set with and i'm actually going to see him tonight um and i just I'm not sure how to like approach the conversation. Cause I feel like it, I'm kind of giving an ultimatum, I guess, in a way of like, are we going to date? Or are we not? Like, I, I can't keep doing this back and forth thing, but I'm not sure like how to fully approach it. How, how old are you and how old is he? So I'm 32 and he's 33.
0: I see. Um, why are you scared of approaching it with honesty mm. about how you are tired of feeling
1: confused that's beautiful i couldn't have said that better your question yeah is the right question Why are you
0: scared
6: um i think i'm i'm always just scared of rejection like
0: yeah i know yeah. we yeah. both know we know, know. we wanted you I'm, a, to know. I'm afraid of yeah
6: and i'm afraid of like lose like losing him even though i know it's like well i've lost him in a sense already like before okay.
0: so let me ask you another question yeah is it better to date someone in your continued confusion state or is it better to lose someone mm. that doesn't respect you?
6: It's better to lose someone that doesn't respect me.
0: I think anyone who leaves you confused ultimately does not respect you.
1: Yeah, I also, yeah. you're really good at follow-up questions. I, I usually just, I'm like, I know the answer, we're done. Yeah. Um, you're very good at follow-up <laughs> up questions. Um, so you're seeing him tonight. I First of all, I agree with everything you just said. Thank you. Um, you guys hear that Erica agree I know (laughs) it's good we have this recorded um I would start the conversation tonight with and I don't I don't think ultimatums are the right you're gonna put someone on the defensive if you immediately go in like what are we I would just start by saying "Let's call him Dave Dave you confuse me can you help me understand what's going on you confuse me that's like That's like the ultimate. That's exactly the ultimate. Because he'll want to unconfuse you. Yeah. You know, whereas if you you start with the defensive, what are we? We, I need to know what we are. Anyone would back down from that conversation. I would even totally, you know, so so I would come from a place more of like, help me understand what's going on. And like Maria said, like, would you rather be in a relationship where you're confused every two weeks? I'll tell you, you started dating in June. You were a beautiful, full person in May. And if this ends, you will go back to being a beautiful, full person. And you just have to remember that you were okay before and take the good for what it is. And if this doesn't go further, you'll go back to being amazing. Yeah. True. I appreciate that.
6: Okay, cool. I like that. I like that approach. Um,
0: Yeah. Report back. Thank you so much. Report back. Yeah, we want to know. We want to (laughs) know. Yeah. I totally will. You have to call in another uh, hotline uh in a couple weeks and uh tell us what happened tell me what happened yeah, I'll, I'll yeah I might not Erica, be here but, but she'll, she'll text me <laughs> I'll, I'll text her and be like you're never gonna believe it
6: <laughs> yeah I'll definitely for sure do a follow-up thank you I really Excellent. appreciate it you bet. thank you
0: all right on to our last question welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline how can we help you hi Maria hi Erica how are you good great I'm excited <laughs> I am 46
4: I am a Kirby girl And because you were talking about height earlier, I'm 5'10". I was, I'm getting myself on the apps for the first time and pretty much ever. And I'm in the process of getting photos taken, professional, and sort of filling out my Hinge profile. What advice would you give me for my profile and the pictures in particular?
0: Oh, okay. Where do you live? I'm in Philadelphia. Okay. And you're, all right. So- If you're doing online dating photography, when is your shoot? Did you already um, order it? Yeah, it's actually tomorrow. Okay. Oh, how exciting. So you're not going to wear black on your photo shoot, and you're not going to wear scarves on your photo shoot or turtlenecks. Correct. So I'm going to just give you really quick a debrief of what I see, and then I want you to give also for your photos and prompts. Mm -hmm. So... You, this part right here, this bone right here. If you're not watching me on YouTube, you need to get out of Spotify and Apple Podcasts and go subscribe to this podcast on YouTube. So I'm not going to even tell you what I'm showing you right now. Go on YouTube. She's showing no, us the No, I'm all just kidding. The you know, it's no, it's no, the just... collarbone, right? <laughs> this little bone right here. This needs to show, right, when you're on dates. Because this is how, like, the premiere of the premiere, the director of body language, whatever, from the FBI has said that, like, this part right here, this the, the, the collarbone, your chest area and your crotch area, when they are covered, um, it makes people believe that you're not approachable. This is why flight attendants wear scarves on their uh, a- across their necks because they want to show you that, like, don't talk to me unless in case of emergency. <laughs> Similarly, why a lot of CEOs might wear turtlenecks are trying to create a hierarchy uh, in a in a place where you might not be able to see hierarchy because we're not wearing badges or whatever or like, you know it's not the army you know there's not like four stars right so with that said um if you're wearing scarves you're wearing turtlenecks or if you're wearing black don't do that on on your photo shoot what i want you to do on your photo shoot is first of all tell your photographer that these photos are being used for online dating photographers know the kind of photos that work it's their job so most photographers like i would venture to guess about 85 percent of them know what an online dating photo looks like an online dating photo looks like a little more candid Mm -hmm. um different angles you smiling Maybe not necessarily even looking into the camera, but kind of like, like yeah. a secret, like maybe not the full blur in the background. Yeah, right. Um, so you wanna take you wanna take photos all across the neighborhood that you're in, not just all in one location with different outfits. I want you to change out of the outfit that you're coming in to at least once so that you have at least two outfits in those photos. And then I want you this weekend to go for coffee with a friend, and I want you to give them your phone. Mm-hmm. And as you are having coffee and talking i want your friend to be snapping photos of you every 10 seconds while you're talking and then one of those photos is going to be a really good photo for your online dating profile and you're just going to keep doing this until you have 5 6 photos that you can put on your online dating profile so this is the advice that i would give when it comes to photo prom- photos yeah. you have can you give her like your favorite your top prompt that she should absolutely have do on her online dating profile
1: Yeah. You said you're doing hinge. You're going to do three prompts. Your first one is going to be either my simple pleasures or I go crazy for. This is the exact same thing. And you're going to do a list of things that are interesting to you. Not boring things like, you know, walking outside, walking outside is delightful, but I want the things I want to know you like honey bunches votes, uh, you know, at 10 PM, you know, the things that make you, you, um, the sibling group chat. Sure. Um, just, just the things that are, just the things that make you you. Yeah. Uh, number two, I want you to do two truths and a lie. I know some people are That's anti that. I don't care. Um, because... A shit works. You didn't say if you're searching for, for men or women. Actually, I should ask. Are we searching for men?
4: We're searching for men.
1: Okay. Men love a game they can win. Okay. Let's oversimplify it. They see a game, they want to play, they want to win. You give them two truths and a lie, they have now won the prize, the date with you. Um, And then the third one, I want to be a nice, uh, positive prompt. I don't care what it is. Maybe it's change my mind about. Maybe it's let's debate this topic. But it's not going to be a serious topic. It's going to be the book is always better than the movie. That's something you can debate. Uh, You can debate why... Pancakes are better than waffles. You can debate is why. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Sure. Is Die Hard a Christmas? Is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Although that's a little cliche. And yeah. no, obviously it is not.
0: Is Euro and- pronounced gyro or euro?
1: How is it pronounced? Euro.
0: Because y- there's no hard G in the gyro. Greek language. That's why it's avgatidis and not avgatidis.
1: Oh. Well, I didn't know that. Thank you for that. Wrong. Um so those are the three prompts I would use. I'm so excited for you. Make sure when you do your photo shoot, you're erring on the side of wearing fitted clothing um, because ultimately we want someone to get an accurate depiction of you. You're going to they're going to get fake, you know, headshots, you're going to get full body, just the whole nine. Accuracy, keep it positive. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And and maybe masturbate before your photo shoot.
0: <laughs> what? Thank I'm you. Sorry. Hey, Maria. Does the green dress rule work on photos? Yes. Yes. I think it does.
1: You know yeah, who told I, me it I, does, uh, by the way? Locks Club. That's amazing. The dating that's- app, they were like, we know, we know green. I'm like, all right. Yeah, because in Judaism, we like eating everything with dill. Um, <laughs> I also like red. I like the deep reds too, especially yeah. when it's cold out. I, think. I like a good mural. Sure. Oh, sometimes I'll take pictures of people in front of construction sites because it looks like you didn't try too hard. That's a good
0: one. That's a good one. That's a great one. Wow. Uh, Well, this was an excellent question. Thank you so much for calling in. And Erica, as always, it's always amazing having you on the Ask a Matchmaker podcast.
1: Here we go. I just met a matchmaker named Maria. Okay, I'm done now. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that'll be the clip. (laughs) That'll be the clip for this episode. Erica, it was awesome having you on the Ask My Trigger podcast. You need to go follow Erica on Instagram, a little nudge. I will include that in the show notes. And if you want to work with Erica, if you want a profile makeover with a photo shoot and even a one-on-one call with me, we sell this as a program. It's our dating refresh program. And so you're going to click the link in the show notes. You don't have to live in New York or Philly or wherever on, on the, you know, the upper Atlantic. Mm-hmm. We do this nationally and internationally. We have clients in Canada. We've had clients in the UK. Yeah. Right.
1: Germany. I had a client in Mauritius once. I had to look that up. Yeah. So
0: if you want to work with us, all you got to do is hit the link, get your call with Louis, and he will walk you through it. We do a photo shoot, we do one on one calls, and then we take over. Like we said, get out of the kitchen. We take over the whole online dating profile. And Erica is the manager of all that. She is a Thank genius. You. I cannot do what she does all day. Thank you. Um, I love well, you. So I love to you
1: too. I'm I'm honored to be here, and I'm just um, in addition to being colleagues, I'm glad you're my friend.
0: Yeah. No, okay. Same, 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 <laughs> same. Hold on. Let me hold your hand the way Drew Barrymore held Oprah's hand. Oh. Um, okay. Here we go. Yes. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm so happy. You're, you're in the studio. You were my first episode of Ask a Magic, I know, and I can the There's like a sign. I know. I love it so much. Well, listen, everyone. Be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week.